welcome back to a brand new episode of Tea with Janae. I'm your host, Janae Kirshner of Janae Kirshner Photography, and I'm so excited to have you guys here. Tea with Janae is where we give real advice, tangible tips, and thoughtful insight about what it's really like to be a wedding photographer. So I'm really excited for this week's episode because I'm chatting with Renee Dallow from Moxie Bright Events and Talk with Renee Dallow, the podcast, all about how to strengthen your relationships with wedding planners. I have to say, Renee is incredible. We hit it off like two peas in a pod. Um, I'm going to be a guest on her podcast and we just bring the fun over here. So I know you guys are going to love today's episode. A little bit about Renee is that she's a boutique wedding planner located in sunny California. She's been in the wedding industry for 12 plus years and helps other wedding professionals with her online courses, resources, and her B2B podcast talk with Renee Dallow. You guys are going to love it. So a little bit of housekeeping before we begin, and I have a request. I know maybe if you listened to last week's episode, but I've got a really big goal for 2020. I would really love to receive 20 five-star reviews from you guys over on the Apple Podcast platform. And you know what? I need your help to do that. So maybe if you like today's episode, afterwards, you can leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and let me know that you did it. Take a picture of your review, post it on Instagram, tag me at Janae Kirshner, and I'll feature it on my feed. That would be really exciting, and I can't wait to see you guys do that. Also, don't forget to visit us at www.twithjanae.com to read our latest blog post, join our newsletter, and our super fun Facebook group. I hope to see you guys in there. All right, you guys. So grab a cup of tea and enjoy the show. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. I'm so excited to have you guys here. I have Renee on the line. Can you say hello? Hi. Hi. Thank you for doing this. You're so welcome. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm excited. Me too. I'm so pumped. I'm, we have so we've already recorded a podcast for your podcast. Correct. So I'm so excited for this podcast because now we're like best friends. So Obviously, <laughs> we should release them on the same week and like celebrate our new friendship. And be I like, love look, it. it's a week of friendship. Come <laughs> listen to us talk about two very different topics. <laughs> I know. I love it. I'm in. Let's do it. Marketing built in. I love it. Love it. So before we get started, let's tell everybody a little bit about yourself, how you got started, and and what you do. Okay, I will do that. Uh, So my name is Renee Dallow. I am a wedding planner and designer out here in Los Angeles with my company Moxie Bright Events. Um, I'm also a wedding industry educator. I'm a public speaker. I have a little online course for some my wedding planner pros. And then um, I'm also a podcast host. Like you said, I have my own podcast called Talk with Renee Dallow. And then before that, I had a podcast called Rock Your Wedding Biz. So I do a lot of different things. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I like to be overcommitted. Can't you tell? No, just <laughs> kidding. Um, before I did any of this, I was a professional musical theater actress. And I did that pretty successfully for about a decade. 
Um, I'm from New York City originally, so that's why I think that's why you and I became fast friends. Exactly. Because uh, you have that New York energy that I love. Um, but then uh, I realized like living out of a suitcase and even, even though I got to travel the country and, and it was a very exciting um, life, it wasn't much of a of a life really. <laughs> that sounds silly, but like all my belongings were in a giant suitcase that I put in a tour bus and traveled around the country for a few years. And it was great, but it wasn't ideally, I just couldn't see myself doing that for another 20 years. And that's kind of the gig when you do musical theater, you're either on Broadway, which I never got to that, that level, or you're just doing endless amounts of touring companies. And that's, that's where I was. And I thought, oh, maybe something else, I should be doing something else, you know? Yeah. So how'd you get into weddings? Oh, so I left New York and I moved to Los Angeles um, as an actor because I, you know, when you're on the road for that long, there's only so much money you can spend. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I had this nice little nest egg and I thought, well, where do I want to try? So I came out to LA to uh, be an actor out here. And what I realized is that, you know, in between all of my shows, in between all of my tours, I was working at really fi- high fine dining restaurants in New York City. Like I worked for Danny Meyer. I worked I worked at some, I opened some very um, influential restaurants back in the 90s, um, <laughs> dating myself now. But when I moved to California, um, you know, I needed a job. I needed like a regular who's going to pay my rent job. And so I ended up opening a restaurant in LA and the restaurant I opened here had private dining rooms. It had six private dining rooms. So really quickly, I went from just like waiting tables to like running the banquet rooms wow. <laughs> like pr- pretty quickly it was like within like a year and a half I was like so I'm gonna do all the weddings up here yeah like <laughs> it, it literally just happened and the more I think about it and the more I like sort of reflect on the years I think like obviously this was where I was sort of meant to be because weddings are this very strange marriage between like theater and hospitality where you need to know how to do both I think to do this job well I think if you're a wedding planner and you only know about pretty things, you're really doing your clients a disservice because you don't understand hospitality. And if you only know hospitality and you don't know how to do anything theatrical or presentational, like set a mood and design and, you know, help our help our clients have their guests have a have a feeling attached to this, um, then you're also kind of doing a disservice. And so everyone always laughs, like, how did you get from (laughs) how did you get from musical theater to weddings and to me it's it's really a short road i mean when i when we show up at a, at a wedding venue we load in we create a world we we do the show aka the wedding and right. then we load out it's the same thing i did on tour it's just for different audiences you know yeah i love that oh, that's so interesting so cool so i'm really excited to chat more and find out about how we as wedding photographers and vendors can strengthen our relationships with wedding planners you <laughs> You know, like why, <laughs> yes. why is this so important for you and your business? I mean, relationships are everything. I, I take it so seriously because part of such a big part of my job with my clients is figuring out who they are as individuals and as a couple, figuring out what this wedding is going to be and then pairing them with the specifically right vendors for them. You know, um, I think, and especially what, what you do with photographers, you have a hard job because you don't only have to be good at your craft, you have to be someone that the, that the couple wants to spend an entire day with because you are with them even more than I am. Right, yeah, totally. And if they don't like you, on a core level, if they don't think they can go get a drink with you or a coffee or hang out with you for the day, then it's not gonna work. 
Yeah, I, I stress that a lot when I speak to my couples or potential couples on the phone. I'm like, we need to like each other yep. <laughs> because I'm going to see you when things are going well, when things yep. aren't going well, when you're freaking out because the flowers are wrong. You know, I mean, I'm going to like I've had like instances with mother-in-laws and it's just like you just want me to be in your corner like it's going to be OK. <laughs> yeah, you need an ally. Listen, my wedding photographer came to the bathroom with me. God oh, bless. That's so nice. She helped me with my dress. I was like, I was trying to find my bridesmaids. She's like, I got you. I'm like, really? She's like, yeah. And I was like, wow, I did not pay you enough. In that moment, I thought, oh, I owe you more money. I mean, we paid them well, but still I was like, "Uh, this is above and beyond. Um, I I love that. Yeah. No, I've done a lot of things like that too. It's like, oh, "Oh, I'll do it. Yeah. Or I'll sew you into that dress. Don't worry. (laughs) Yeah. Right. And here's where I realized this was so key. So I was in my second year of business, I think, first or second year of business. And I had made friends with a more established planner in my market. We met at a cocktail party. We met at a networking thing, but we really hit it off as people, you know, like we got along as people. And out of the blue, this wedding planner called me a few months later and said, look, there's some things happening to my family. My dad's really sick. I'm going to have to get rid of some of my weddings for next year. I want to give you this one couple. I think that they would, I think they'd really like you. And I was shocked because this woman was very established. And I was like, oh, does she know that I'm brand, that I'm pretty new? Like, how did I pull this one off? Right. But it, but it ended up that she it was she was correct. This couple and I got along thick as thieves. And but what ended up happening is that I inherited all of the vendors that were already booked. I didn't get to book a single vendor. And so these were all this other planners, like pet vendors, you know. Right. The day of the wedding comes and it was a complicated, it was logistically complicated. It was also like a very hot summer day. A lot of things that could make you cranky, to be honest. And we was in this big warehouse and it was a huge setup. So I had been there all morning. I was checking in with the bride, but I didn't, you know, I, I showed up for a minute in the morning to be like, hi, I love you. Here's your emergency kit. See you later. <laughs> By the time I saw her again, when she walked into the warehouse, she didn't look happy. Oh, no. And this was not a bridezilla by any stretch. She was one of the coolest, nicest people I've ever met. And I looked at her and I said, what is, what's going on? Like, are we good? Like trying to be like, let's play this off. And she said, I need you to get the photographer away from me. Oh, wow. And I said, what happened? She goes, I don't like him. And I thought, okay. And I, and she's like, I'm done taking photos. I don't, I don't want to take any more photos. And I was like, um, okay, well it's, we haven't started yet. Like, (laughs) like like no more, you don't want to take any, any more photos. And like, you know, I, I, in that just really quick in that moment, I had to go up to him it was a husband and wife team. And I just said like, Hey, um, you know, Jen doesn't want to take any more photos right now. She's just a little burnt out. And he was like, what? And I was like, we just need to give her some space. She's having, you know, I kind of overplayed it, but I was like, she's kind of having an emotional moment. And then I said, what happened this morning? And he's like, nothing, everything went really well. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, yeah, yeah. I mean, we went down to the thing and you know, some of her bridesmaids were acting up, but like I've set them straight. Oh no. Yep. And I was like, oh, you mansplained to a bunch of feminists, didn't you? <laughs> oh, God. Don't I didn't say it out loud. Yeah. But that is literally what I thought. I was like, because I, I, I mean, I was just trying to figure out what happened, right? Anyway, since that moment of my, you know, I was just one of those very crystal clear moments where you think, oh, no, I never asked. I never asked about, did you meet these vendors? Did you like them? Are you, are you sure? Did you do an engagement session? Like, I just assumed because I inherited this that, like, they were cool. Right. And not everybody's as cool as us. So, you know, what are we obviously, yeah. <laughs> or not. Every, and then later on, much later when we got the gallery back and it wasn't, it wasn't great because they didn't have a good connection. Yeah. I said, did you meet with him? 
And she's like, yeah, we met over the phone. And I thought, well, sometimes that's enough. And sometimes it's not. Yeah. But um, since then, I mean, I stress so heavily. Hopefully I'm doing my due diligence in vetting, in pre-vetting people for my couples, especially my full planning couples. I'm only sending them people that I already think that they'd like. Um, But if not, I mean, I tell my couples, I go this far. I say, look, I'm going to send you three photographers, check out their portfolios. Let me know which ones you want to meet with, but just know that I'm not going to be there because oftentimes what happens is that because I know these photographers, they end up having more of a connection with me than you. And I'm not part of this. Right. And I've had clients push back and be like, you're my wedding planner. You're supposed to be there. And I'm like, trust me, I've done this for years. It's much easier if I'm not there for you to sense if you have a connection, because oftentimes they will conflate the connection I have with someone with the fact that, oh, well, they seem to really like Renee. It doesn't matter. Right. Yeah. It's so interesting. I never really thought of that, but it's really true. So, you know, I think it's a good point. What you said is that, you know, you're going to send your couple, the people that you've already, you already know are good or have a good rapport or you've worked with before because you know that they're going to deliver like a quality product and a great service. But, you know, Mm -hmm. how do you recommend that we start this process to connect with vendors sort of like should we do it organically? Like how you said you met your friend at a networking event or should we be really uh, more strategic about it? I mean, I think the answer is kind of both depending, right? If you are a photographer with a niche um, ideal client, then seek out those wedding planners that fit that ideal client. You know, in LA, I do a lot of what people might call hipster weddings. I don't, I call them hipster weddings because I'm clearly not a hipster, but for whatever reason, they like me and my non my non-judgmental ways, I guess. But, um, so oftentimes I'm looking for photographers that have a very specific style, um, a little bit moody, a little bit shadowy, maybe even might say someone, some people might say a little grainy, mm-hmm. which is not typically what we find in wedding editing these days. So, um, so yeah, oftentimes I'm looking for something super specific, um, that you, that I'm not going to find in like the light and bright and airy, you know, photographer community, which is fine. Um, I, we use those, we use those, um, photographers as well, but I'd say if that's your thing, if you know, there's someone in your market that has the kind of clients you want, then yes, absolutely make a targeted effort to like seek them out. I don't really recommend people that I haven't met. Right. Of like course. If you send me a cold email and you're like, I want to be on your preferred list. That's a sure way to not be. Because I get, because, well, because here's the thing. I understand from that email that you really don't understand my, what I do. Right. Right. If someone sends me a cold email, especially if they offer me money, that to me is like a huge turnoff. Oh. And I think this might be different regionally because I think in New York, you guys maybe do more with commissions than we do in LA. Mm-hmm. But I just, I can't, listen, for my own like ethics and morals, like I can't take a commission from a mom and pop business. I can't. Because I know what it takes to run your business. Right. <laughs> and because I do so much business coaching for other wedding planners, like I know at the end of the day, none of us are making a bajillion dollars because it's very difficult to do that in this industry. Um, if you're, unless you're working with like celebrity clients constantly. And by the by, celebrity clients generally want things for free. So even that <laughs> isn't true. Um, <laughs> I love so, it. Given the lowdown, you're like, wait a it's minute. Tr- listen, in LA, do you know how many, I mean, at least once a week. Oh, so and so's wow. getting married. Do you want to plan their wedding? Uh, yeah, but it's not free. How about that? <laughs> like How about, I, I need to pay. I have to pay some bills this month, and so you can't get me for free. Yeah. Um, well, I think it's good I, what you said about like being too pushy, and that was actually like another like a good yeah. question I had is like you know what are some ways that you can 
like recommend to our listeners to connect with planners that's on an authentic level versus, you know, mm-hmm. what can you do for me or being too pushy yeah. or here's some money. Like I've never heard of that. That's crazy. Oh, I get, a, I get some emails that are like, we would like to offer you a $500 commission for recommending us to your clients. And like, that's the first line of the email. And I'm like, Oh, is this how we're starting? Right. I don't even know what your photos look like. I don't know who you are. I don't know what your background is. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like I need to know about you. Um, I say, listen, here's, here's what I tell everyone. You have to network. You have to get out of your house and put on real pants and go to events. You have to, because otherwise if I'm not going to know you enough and get a, a vibe from you and get a sense of you enough to pair you with someone, I'm a matchmaker. So I have to go on a date with you first. And that sometimes that date is like the WIPA meeting sometimes, you know what I mean? Sometimes it's a rising tide meeting, but I need to meet you hopefully several times. Um, because the other thing about networking that I think people don't understand or don't ever put enough stock into is that like, if you are someone who goes to one networking meeting once and thinks it's going to change your business, that's not how it works. You need to make it part of your business structure so that you consistently show up because once you're someone who consistently shows up at this meeting or at this cocktail party or whatever, then you're someone who other people think is reliable and is a person who shows up. Oh, I love that. That's a, that's a really good advice. That's awesome. Right. So, you know, I, I don't really, I don't think leading with like, what the benefit for me is going to be money. The benefit for me is that I make a good pair so that my clients are raving about you, right? Like I talked to one of my brides last night who just did her engagement session and they were, they wanted that grainy, moody, shadowy photography, which we don't have a ton of in LA, to be honest. It's difficult to find. um, Well, you have all the golden light. I mean, nobody wants to be dark and moody when like the sun is just always there. It's like in New York, you have all those photographers or Midwest. Exactly. And honestly, this bride is from New York. So when she said that's what she wanted, I was like, I get you. I know. (laughs) I knew exactly what she wanted. Right. So I paired her with this photographer who I've worked with before. We did a wedding many years ago, um, but that had the same, you know, aesthetic. And, and I actually thought to myself, you know, I don't know if my bride is going to like this photographer. I think my bride's going to think she's like too hippy dippy, but they met without me. They said, let's do it. They did their engagement shoot. It is stunning. It's stunning. I spoke to the bride last night and she said, Renee, I didn't know if I was going to like her. Cause I thought maybe she was too hippy for me, but then we did the shoot and she was lovely. And I was like, well, great. And she goes, I don't know how you knew that, but you think you knew it. And I was like, well, I knew it cause I worked with her before and I just made a leap of faith, like a tiny leap about like, she might be too hippie for this girl, but it's the right style. I'm going to see what happens. Right. And now she literally, the bride literally said, I referred her to two of my friends yesterday oh. who are going crazy for my engagement photos. Wow. That's awesome. So that's the part, that's the t- part of my job that I love. I don't care about an extra $500. I really, at the end of the day, I don't, right. it's not going to make or break me. It's not enough of an incentive for me to pair someone with someone that I don't feel strongly about, you know? Yeah, no, I get it. I love it. No, it's such good advice. You're, you're going on your gut and past experiences. And, you know, I, I think that it's a great tip to say, if you want to network in a certain group of uh, planners and vendors, like to keep going. And that's what they say about Engage. I don't know if you've ever been there, but I was, I just went to Engage in December. Oh, and how I've, was it? Um, I've, I've totally, I totally drank the Kool-Aid. I'm going back <laughs> ne- this December. I don't understand what happens when you're there. I, I can't explain it except to say that like, I am not someone who drinks the Kool-Aid readily. And I, by the day, by day two, I was like, buy me my ticket. I'm coming back next year. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. I love it. Yeah. I, I, I think, wait, when are you going to go in December? I'm December. Oh, yeah. okay. That's when I want to go. So we'll meet oh, real girl, life. I'll see you there. Oh, good. Hi. 
time. We will network in the pool, which is a thing that happens there. Yeah, yeah. So I heard about Engage years ago, and I was really skeptical about going because, one, it's expensive. And, Mm -hmm. two, everyone says you just can't go once. You have to constantly go. Yeah. And now I think – uh, at the level that I'm at, like, I know everyone that's going, like all yep. of my friends are now going. So I'm like, oh, yeah. oh, all right, well, maybe I'll go. And they rave about it. Even the skeptics are like, yeah, it was awesome. I was so welcomed. I met so many different people. And yeah, I saw some friends that I knew, but I made new friends. And now I'm going to go back again. Like they buy their ticket before they leave. Yes. So I'm like, yeah, yes. I, I want to do that. I think I want to drink the Kool-Aid too. <laughs> Yeah, I'll t- we, c- we can have a whole other discussion about this offline uh, if you want. But yeah. I, I was very skeptical and I, I can't even tell you how welcoming and how affirming it was and how challenging some of it was. But then also like I was making like com- I was having conversations in the pool the very last morning about like who's going to come on my podcast. Like things get done at Engage, I which is um, which is what I like. I'm, I'm a doer. Yeah, you know? I love that. All right. So we've made our connection. We're going to these events. We're, you know, we're following up with people. We're saying hi and maybe having lunch. Like what are three tips that you can share with our listeners that they can do right now to, con- con- to continue that relationship? All right. Well, the first one is just connect authentically. Which is to say, um, if you are someone who goes into a networking event and walks up to someone and the first thing they say is, how are you? How's your year going? If that's your leading question, ask better questions. Because that, <laughs> that question about like, how's your year? How, are you busy? Um, doesn't really tell you anything about the person. It tells you a little bit about their business if they decide to be honest with you. But I just believe in like, ask a better question. Ask a question about the person mm-hmm. that, or, or about the event where you are. Something that will, underst- will get you to understand who they are. Um, and then you can really sort of, you know, relate on a level that isn't just like, oh, I have 15 weddings this year. Oh, I have 22. Who cares? Right. Really, who cares? At the end of the day, who cares? Right. So I'd say one, connect authentically, go to these networking events, be your best self. Or you know what? Don't even be your best self. Just show up as you are and find someone who's going to match that energy that day. Right. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I mean, come on. Sometimes my best self is like, I'm not wearing yoga pants. <laughs> Yay. I did it. Um, the second one, I feel like photographers might not like this, but I'm just going to say it anyway. Um, wedding planners specifically never have enough photos of ourselves working. And people don't really know what we do. Yeah. <laughs> right? A lot of my job is literally sitting at a computer, so that's boring. But some of my very best photographer friends slash people I promote, people that I recommend, are people that have said, do you ever need me to come take some photos of you behind the scenes? Or do you ever, do you want to just go get coffee and I'll snap a few headshots real quick? It's not a huge commitment for them. I'm certainly not saying give away your job for free at all. But if there is someone that you are really wanting to work with, connect with, think you should know, like you've, you've checked the boxes, like they have the ideal clients, they're the right style. You like them as a person, you have something in common, take their photos. Yeah. I love that. Take their photos because they will share them far and wide. And I know we don't work for exposure, but it's a way to connect that relationship, to cement that relationship as like someone that you are also friends with. Yeah. I love that. The friender, for sure. The friender. Yeah. The friender. And I will say, um, you know, third, and this is probably late. This is another layer. This is, this happens later on down the line, but refer your, your wedding planners as well. So like I have a handful of photographer friends who I work with a lot. And I work with them a lot because when they get a, an inquiry, when they book someone, they say, hey, do you have a wedding planner? Yeah. 
And if they don't, they refer me. And I've gotten some weddings from my photographer friends. And I know that's not the usual um, like workflow, you know, usually people come to me first, but on the off chance that they don't, the fact that they are mentioning me is amazing. Yeah. And I love it so much. I love that too. Yeah. I have actually, um, so, I mean, I think people listening know that usually it's like venue or planner first mm-hmm. and then they do whichever one they haven't done and then they'll do photographer and then maybe right video- videographer or caterer. Yes. Yeah. So like, we're definitely like top three, I feel. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And then sometimes I'll have a bride that they book me and they've got the venue and then they do me and then they do the band. And then later down the road, they're like, do you have a planner? Because this is getting really overwhelming. Yeah. And I'm like, here's my vendor list. Here you go. Like talk to so-and-so or if they, if I, if I can recommend someone specifically, cause we've been working together for a while. And I'm like, Oh yeah, yeah. you need to talk to this person. Yeah. And yeah. my planner friends always reach out and they always say, thank you. They're like, Oh, she booked me or, you know, we weren't a match, but I really appreciate it. And it's just like that top of mind, I think is really, really key to like a good network, good, you know, friender list, you know, always, yeah, always. And I also think too, if you are someone who wants to network, but maybe is maybe introverted or, you know, I have some photographer friends who just would prefer to be behind the camera all the time. Um, you know, rec- you know, volunteer to to shoot a networking event, mm-hmm. right? Like, I know Rising Tide is always looking for people to shoot their events. And with something like Rising Tide, it's not that big of a commitment. It's two hours. And then you have a natural reason to talk to people. <laughs> you right, because you're there. Yeah. You're there. Let me snap your photo. And then, and then again, like, you're getting tagged, you're getting shared. And I know that's not the same as money, but if you're building relationships in order to eventually, it's a long game, right? You're building this relationship in order to eventually get somewhere. Um, then I feel like anything you can do to put yourself in the room where the people who are making decisions happens is something you just need to do. I know. It just reminded me of the Hamilton, the Hamilton song I like. Yes. <laughs> the room where room it happens. Where it happens. Exactly. Yes. I, we just have you singing <laughs> us out with that. Bye. <laughs> funny funny story i used to work with leslie who played um leslie odom jr whatever. yeah i oh, used to work with him that's awesome um, and we used to sing all the time we it was at a restaurant in la and we used to sing all the time like random silliness and uh and it's so amazing that he's done so well but every so often i'll message him on instagram like hey hey friend <laughs> glad to see you're doing so well and it's just like he's in a different universe now it's so funny for me oh I that's awesome this yeah. has been so amazing thank you so much oh, i think so all welcome. of our listeners are going to get so many great tips and, and fall in love with you like i have <laughs> it's mutual girl i fall in love with you right back yes awesome so let's tell everybody how they can find out more about you your services listen to your podcast and then let's talk about that educations that you have too for wedding planners yes yes so um my business is moxie bright events uh, that's m-o-x-i-e a big question I get all the time no one knows how to spell moxie or sometimes people call me moxie which is also hilarious um moxie bright events so you can find me on instagram at moxie bright events and also I have a podcast uh instagram at talk with renee dallow and that's also the podcast which you can find literally anywhere you find podcasts um the podcast is similar to your format we talk to other wedding industry pros about industry things we also talk to non-wedding industry pros about business stuff because I feel like there's a whole world out, out there that we're not mining for, for gems. Right. Because I know, like, we like to stay within our industry, and I get that. But I want to, like, spread it out a little more, you know? Yeah, I love it. Um, and then all the education stuff can be found at ReneeDallow.com. I have a course called Wedding Management 101, which is uh, for my wedding planner friends. It's about taking that dreaded day of coordination and making it a more robust, more profitable package for you. 
We also have some other things like um, proposal templates, and we're working on two new courses this year, one on everything about the wedding ceremony, and then another on a guide on how to use Aisle Planner, which is a CRM software super popular with, uh, with me and also wedding planners in general. <laughs> That's and, awesome. Well, I'll put yeah. all this information in the show notes so you guys can just go there and click on the links and say hi to Renee. Renee, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here with you. Yeah, we'll talk to you soon. All right. I'm super excited to talk to you about my favorite new email marketing platform. It's called Flowdesk. Now, I don't know if you're like me, but I like things to be easy, pretty, um, super friendly. And this platform is exactly what I needed to take my email marketing to the next level. So I joined a few months ago. And if you're on my email list, I hope you are. That's what you've been receiving over the last few months. They are beautiful templates so easy to create and the open rates are incredible so i wanted to let you guys know about flowdesk because i if you sign up using my link you can get in on their beta deal right now and that deal is 19 dollars a month forever no matter how big your list gets which is incredible because other service providers charge you for the amount of users that you have subscribed. So you guys gotta check out Flowdesk. There's a link in the show notes and I know you're gonna love it. So enjoy and happy email marketing. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That's it, you guys. Thanks so much for being here. Thanks for listening. I want to give a huge shout out and a big thank you to Renee for being our wonderful guest today. It was incredible talking to you again, and I'm so happy to have you on the show. I can't wait for everyone to listen to your podcast and find out my tips that I shared over on Talk with Renee Dallow. So fun to have this cross promotion going on. So if you guys want to find out more about Renee, I've left all the links in the show notes. You can click on them, say hi over on Instagram, and let her know that you listened to the show. All right, you guys. Thanks so much for being here, and we'll talk to you soon.